Nothing New Under the Sun, Episode 2, The Power of Bluetooth Technology. Welcome back, my humble listeners. Jaminero Jr. is back and ready to share more of his wisdom with you. Or should I say more accurately, it's me sharing the wisdom of others, as whatever I have learned is most likely something that has already been said, seen, heard, or shared by someone else before me. Because as we all know, there is nothing new under the sun. However, that doesn't mean that you should not try to improve on something or share the wisdom that you have gained, as long as it of course comes from a more credible source. Because who knows, you may end up learning something that the predecessor of yours did not. I hope that since the previous podcasts, you have all taken some time to analyze recurring themes and or designs in current devices or trends. Because as we all know, it's not that hard to spot. But a little fact I want to share with you is one of my favorite patterns that I recently noticed in three different animated shows involving a Halloween-based theme. In season three of the hit series Regular Show, which for those of you who don't know, was a cartoon originally meant for adult audiences on Comedy Central, but since they would not take it, ended up on Cartoon Network and appealed to a lot of pre-teens and teenagers, while also appealing to adults due to not being able to hide its adult sense of humor. But during that show, fans saw the start of a soon-to-be trend that was known as the Terror Tales of the Park, which they all worked at a park, which involved different characters telling scary stories based on Halloween, horror movies, short stories, and anything else they found terrifying. But the one recurring theme aside from Halloween was that there were always three stories being told, with the exception of one instance when there was four. To me, this seemed oddly familiar. But I soon remembered that when I was a lot younger watching the Disney Channel, I remembered the show Recess, which I'm sure many of you listeners can recall, that had a similar theme show up on one of their episodes. In the first episode of the series' final season, there was a Halloween-themed episode called Terrifying Tales of Recess, similar to the previous show, only this time involving children during recess time. That featured a trio of scary stories, though of course more kid-friendly, with titles that were similar to that of classic horror films. That's when it finally hit me that this was all too similar to the Simpsons' Halloween tradition that began during their second season, known as the Treehouse of Horrors, which also featured parodies of hit horror movies. And since it was meant for adults, they could do just about anything, albeit gory or ridiculous. All three shows featured the exact same theme, no matter how different the stories tried to be. But now let's get back to the subject at hand, which is technological devices that are not unique and or original creations. So today we are going to take a look into a very interesting wireless technology, which yours truly uses quite frequently, known as Bluetooth. Over the years, there have been many different devices that are wireless, but that is not exactly what makes this device non-unique. Like many other great inventions, this one has an origin, but of course, like other stories, it has a dark but theatrical beginning to its early influence that dates back to a time of great conflict and fear. As said in the paper written by Tuan Si Guyen, 
Hollywood and World War II played a pivotal role in the creation of not only Bluetooth, but a multitude of wireless technologies. In 1937, Hedy Lamarr, an Austrian-born actress, left her marriage to an arms dealer with ties to the Nazis and the fascist Italian dictator Benito Mussolini, and fled to Hollywood in hopes of becoming a star. She also found time to do some inventing on the side, and using her drafting table, Lamar experimented with concepts that included a reworked stoplight design and a fizzy instant drink that came in tablet form. Though none of them panned out, it was her collaboration with the composer George Antheil, that's Antheil, not Ant Hill, on an innovative guidance system for torpedoes that set her on a course to change the world. Drawing on what she learned about weapon systems while she was married, the two used paper play player piano rolls to generate radio frequencies that hopped around as a way to prevent the enemy from jamming the signal. This would be incredibly crucial during a time against Nazis, fascists, and Imperial Japanese. Initially, the U.S. Navy was reluctant to implement Lamar and Antheil's spread-spectrum radio technology, but it would later deploy the system system to relay information about the position of enemy submarines to military aircraft flying overhead. So essentially, this was the origin of what made the technology possible, but it would be several decades later when it would be patented and released to the public. So now comes the question, who really invented Bluetooth? The short answer is Swedish telecommunications company Ericsson. The team effort began in 1989 when the chief technology offer of Ericsson Mobile, Niels Rydbeck, together with a physician named Johan Ullmann, commissioned engineers Jaap Hartsen and Sven Mattesen to come up with an optimal short-link radio technology standard for transmitting signals between personal computers to wireless headsets that were planning to bring, they were planning to bring to the market. In 1990, Hartson was nominated by the European Patent Office for the European Inventor Award. In 1996, Ericsson held a meeting with fellow industrial titans Intel from the United States and Nokia from Finland so that they could plan to make this short-range radio tech standard issue. That way it could connect and collaborate with various different products and industries worldwide. But how did the technology get its name? Well, that's easy. Intel engineer Jim Kardak thought up a name that was originally meant to be, ironically, for short-term use as a code. He decided to use the surname of the great Viking king Harald Blatand Gormson, who was most recognized for two things, uniting Denmark and Norway in the year 958, and for his dead tooth, which was described as bluish-gray in appearance. Not only did the king inspire the name of the technology itself, but also the logo, as it is simply a combination of his initials in the Viking runic language, those two letters being Hagal, which is the H, and Bjarken, which is a B. The name and logo are both unoriginal creations, as they were simply the initials and name of a figure in history. The only remotely original piece of this technology was the new logo created from 
two already existing letters in an ancient language. Ultimately, this name would go on to replace other options such as Radio Wire and PAN, which was an acronym for Personal Area Networking. According to Kai Ren, as written in an article published by Jason Marcel in 2019, Bluetooth technology has a wide range of applications from audio streaming and data transfer to local services and device networks. Bluetooth has become a standard for all smartphones and is expanding to tablets, cars, audio entertainment devices, such as speakers, of course, connected devices, smart building, smart home, smart industry, smart city, and so much more. He mentioned that Bluetooth devices' annual shipment will grow from $4 billion in 2018 to $5.2 billion in 2022. This was the prediction made close to three years ago, and he was almost exact as another article stated that annual shipments are expected to exceed $5 billion this year. And after that, it is expected that the annual shipments of Bluetooth devices will top $7 billion after the next four years. Despite how impressive and useful this technology has become for people in recent years, it is still not a completely original idea. The entire purpose of using shortwave radio signals was to quite literally cut the wire, as the old saying goes. I mean, think about it. Between wireless headphones and headsets, you can get up and move around in your office without having to stay seated at your desk, as well as not worry about the wires getting tangled on the grips of the ab master when you're at the gym. Or better yet, if you drop your phone, your head won't get pulled on when it falls, and you will not trip on any extra long wires. Essentially, Bluetooth tech serves as the next step forward in the science of shortwave radio signals and communication. In other words, like the smartphone, it's simply the next step forward for listening to music and or taking phone calls. This podcaster is a strong advocate of Bluetooth devices as they have vastly improved my life in a number of ways. For example, whenever I go for a run, I don't have to worry about wires getting tangled in my arms. Plus, it is pure convenience that the Bluetooth is able to link to my phone, my iPod and iPad, as well as my small speaker and speaker system whenever I need it to. But I'm also somewhat of an amateur historian as I have seen the technological evolution in action. Since I was a little kid, my father has worked for the company United Healthcare for years and is often pulled onto war rooms where he often ends up wearing his headset. Only in recent years, he has a wireless headset that does not hold him in one sitting position, providing all the necessary convenience. I watched as he had an old foam-covered headset that was attached to his computer via cable, to now where he has a charging battery-powered headset that provides, again, provides all the necessary convenience. But once again, like many a device, it is simply the next step forward in the technologically-based advancement. But it still serves the ba same basic purpose, once again proving the point that there is nothing new under the sun. Now, as before in my previous podcast, I would like to contribute my findings and research in this podcast to my cited references, which of course include Tuan C. Guyen from ThoughtCo.com, as well as to the editors and historians at Bluetooth.com, specifically to Jason Marcel 
who is also a published author from Bluetooth.com, and Nathan Jolly from Channel News, who is my source for the predictions of the annual shipments. Finding the similarities is quite similar, as like us humans, this is just older technology evolving into something more useful and much more high-functioning. The only reason it does so, however, though, is because it's made possible by us and not nature, as opposed to a chimp becoming Homo erectus or the caveman eventually evolving into a Homo sapien, which is us modern-day humans. But like technology, we humans may have become more advanced in recent years, but our ultimate goal and purpose is still the same as it was over two million years ago. To live, to thrive, and to survive. Bluetooth is just the latest in a series of wireless devices going back to shortwave radios which were large and bulky, just like how a mobile phone was the size of a brick. Now these devices are much smaller and far more efficient. I imagine the next unoriginal take will be somewhat similar to the nanotechnology in Spider-Man No Way Home. This specifically would be the scene where the nanobots from the titular hero's suit bond with Doc Ock's mechanical arms when he breaks off the front piece. Once off, they bond with the arms, and they ultimately say the familiar words very similar to that of Bluetooth, new device detected, pairing new device which in turn allowed Spidey to control the arms via short-range radio waves. It may be a different tech, but the outcome is the same as any Bluetooth-based device. Regardless of whether or not this technology is unoriginal, which it totally is, there is no denying that it is very fascinating and provides no shortage of convenience, as is the goal for most of modern technology in the 21st century. Hope you enjoyed my latest session, folks. Stay tuned for the soon-to-be, or should I say rather near-imminent, conclusion of my trilogy of podcasts stating once again that there is nothing new under the sun. Oh, actually, before I go, let us keep in mind that the only way for there to remain nothing new under the sun is to continually combine older technologies so that the old tech that becomes invisible is eventually put into one device. This already happened for the smartphone and happened with Bluetooth. Whether it be the next advancement forward or a combination of tech older technologies into one quote-unquote newer technology, it still is nothing very much new. Just something old that became newer. All right, see you next time, folks. Hope you enjoyed.